like to use is extra. Do you know her sign? Franzi, I would drink today. I low-key think I'm kind of psychic. It's like, am I psychic or am I an empath? Long-distance friendships, social media. Are we going to like each other? Like, what's this going to be? Hi, friends. You are listening to No Filter Friendship with Jen and Haley. I'm Jen Gregorio. And I'm Haley McNutt. And together, we are two friends who talk too much. Welcome to No Filter Friendship Friday, everybody. We're Woo! happy to see you and happy new well, year. Well, we can't, Haley, we don't see anybody. Damn it. I always forget that we can't see people. Yep. Um, happy. <laughs> They're only to, listening to us. <laughs> happy to chat with you. Yeah. <laughs> and happy new year, right? Because this is yeah, our new year's episode. New year. Holy cow. Dude, thank God 2020's <laughs> over. <laughs> Thank God. I know. God bless. 2021, honestly, like, I want to keep my expectations low, but Same. also, like, they're high. They're higher than 2020. Yeah. I, it feels like, how could it possibly be worse? But... Haley, that's... Ugh. I know. Listen, I'm knocking on wood right now. <laughs> Haven't you seen enough movies to know that as soon as somebody says, what's the worst thing that can happen, something worse happens? That's so true. It's going to be mean, shit. It, 2021 all the highs and mostly lows, but some highs, I guess, but again, mostly lows. Um, so shall we segue into talking about 2020? Yeah. What a year. 2020. How do we feel about 2020 now looking back? Do you guys, how do you feel? Like what, how was this year for both of you? It was a lot. It was a lot this year. I feel very lucky, though, like Mm -hmm. personally, because I had, you know, a stable job like the whole time. I had a very good situation being able to work from home and, you know, my husband being able to work, um, although he had to, uh, you know, go out in the field because he's a firefighter so that's not something you can do from home um but we worked it out and uh and it's good that you know my daughter is um a year old so she was just at like kind of the perfect age for all of this like she really is not aware of anything that's happening she was you know, didn't need to be in school and it was fine for her to be at home all day with us. And so, yeah, we were really, really lucky, honestly, like, um, but obviously like for the world in general, it, it sucks pretty bad. <laughs> yeah. I think that's putting it lightly. <laughs> that is a way to put it. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, I agree. We were also really lucky. I mean, you know, my kids are older, but they're three and five now. But if you have to, you know, bunker your children down, better to do it young. <laughs> yeah. 
That's so true. Yep. I mean, yeah, I do think like, you know, a lot of kids are going to have a lot of lasting impacts from this. And I and I worry about that. I mean, all yeah. of us. And I do think, fortunately, for the younger ones, like, it's not as, like, mentally yeah. scarring. They don't really, you know, yeah, like, they're not as aware of, like, the trauma happening around them. So that's kind of, like, a blessing. Exactly. Like, I'm so glad that she yeah. doesn't know. Like, that, you know, she has no idea that what's happening. She's. Just- I wish I didn't know what was happening. <laughs> Right? <laughs> Wish I was a baby and I just got to hang out with Same. my parents all the time. <laughs> oh man, I could just like sleep and not worry about the world. That'd yeah, but be... you'd also poop yourself like all the time, Jen. All the time. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. It's weird because I'm like raising my children. I'm like, how do I make them like not like live in like a traumatic world? Right. But we've been lucky. Like, mm-hmm. been working the whole time. It's been a good job. We feel very fortunate. I mean, we, like, beyond f- fortunate because we managed to save a lot. Yeah, that was and... huge. And bought a house. Yeah. It's no small thing. It was, like, our, like, little way of, like, rebelling against the, the external, like, world. <laughs> We're like, we will find a cocoon of happiness. We will focus our efforts internally and we will grow and we will be happy and we will have a house and a dog and a new baby. Yep. Yep. Yeah, Yeah, you really went for it. We were just like, all right. You were like, fucking ball out. Like, let's go. If the world is burning, I will create a sanctuary. Um, yeah, yeah I mean, and that's that's what we did. And I feel very fortunate to be where I am. Honestly, like I'm surprised at how emotional I feel even just thinking about this because, I mean, I guess I've just been like going, going, and haven't stopped to reflect at all this year. Not since March, because reflecting has been really difficult. But I have such a love hate relationship with 2020. I obviously also have been fortunate in many of the same ways that you two have. And I'm so hyper aware of that this year in a way that I never was before. And I remember people talking about that back in like April and May saying like, we're all going to really value things so much more now and like what we have because of this experience. And I think that was really true then and I don't know. Now maybe less so because people be dumb. But I I got married this year and that was oh, yeah, like did. that was a huge deal. That was an amazing life event that I had been looking forward to for as long as I can remember. And perfect. and it was beautiful. Like it was <laughs> it was like the best day of my life. It was so much fun. And I mean like how can I not love this year for giving me that and giving me that experience, Mm -hmm. you know, but also at the same time, and this is actually something I didn't even think about until this weekend, my best friend Heather sent me my Christmas present in the mail. And there was one gift that was for both of us. So she said, you can open that one with Steven now, like it doesn't have to wait until Christmas. And I was like, oh, no, I think I'm going to wait. And she said, well, it doesn't really make sense after Christmas. So you should really open it now. And I was like, okay, sounds good. I'll do that. Take the bait. Right. (laughs) And she had bought us dish towels that say Mr. and Mrs. on them with little Santa hats. 
They're so cute. And, and I was like, oh my god, these are so cute. I love them. And I texted her. I'm like, they're so adorable. I love these so much. And she was like, yeah. She said, I told you it wasn't anything That's big, sweet. but holidays <laughs> as a newly married couple are more special. For and sure. I was like, so cute. wow, I didn't think about that. I mean, obviously... Be, me being like a really extroverted person and always wanting to spend time with my friends and being super social like I was going through it in April and May like I I didn't even know who I was anymore I was like who am I without going out and having social events and chatting with my friends at work like I am I just a puzzler? literally same yeah like am I just a, a girl who does puzzles every night and watches Gilmore <laughs> Girls like is this who I am now <laughs> Like, it was really weird. Um, More than anything, this year has really brought to light how, in a way, kind of how fragile I am. Like, I never had to sit around and question, like, what would I be like if I didn't have time with my friends? Or, Mm -hmm. you know, who would I be if I couldn't, like, go out and meet new people and make people happy and feel like I'm helping other people around me? And suddenly I had to question all of that. Since this podcast is called No Filter Friendship, how have your friendships evolved and changed in 2020? I'll start. My friendships, a lot of my friendships have gotten stronger, which is dope as hell. And like something that I definitely never anticipated like getting the opportunity to do, especially when everybody was like zooming a ton in the beginning. Like I got to spend more time, even though it was through a computer with my friends who live really far away than I have in like ages. Mm -hmm. So that was really awesome. And it also, I think I have a lot of friendships that if I had been like my busy self where I was like running around constantly and trying to like do all these different things, I wouldn't have put as much energy into. So I'm glad in a way that I had to like kind of, you know, whittle everything down to the essentials. And I, really do think it helps me now to be able to say like these people are my people and like they're here to back me up and support me in whatever way I need especially while I was like really going through it you know (laughs) it was great to have them but so I think that I mean a lot of my friendships honestly have gotten really strong which is amazing and I think the ones that aren't as strong because of this probably were never as strong and that's okay yeah that's tea Yep. I am alive at the end of this year. Yeah. <laughs> that that is um, uh, beyond expectations. I feel like <laughs> at this point, the bar was super low. <laughs> no, yep. but um, I um, yeah, I feel like there was the experience of like time for some, and I felt like I had the opposite experience of like loss of time. Mm. Hmm. Um, because my kids like suddenly were like my full-time job and my full-time job was still my full-time job (laughs) funny Um, how that happens (laughs) (laughs) it was like I was able to check in to make sure the people that I cared about that were my friends were alive Um, and I like periodically checked in every once in a while I I finally had like a call with one of my good friends like not that long ago and I was like wow it's so nice to have friends 
Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I've always been the person to check in like every year or so, make sure like, how you doing? We're still best friends. Yes. It's like a thing. You're like, like my best friends, like yearly yeah. check-ins, like that's that pretty good. You're on the A-list. <laughs> This year it was just like the time, like the time just like evaporated. I was just like running and I was like, it's okay. Cause like, it'll stop. And then I was like, no, no, it's not going to stop. Like I need yeah. to find a way to sustain myself in like yep. a, a real way going forward. Otherwise, like I'm going to collapse. Like mm-hmm. we're not going to make it. But I will say, so my friendships, while they did not flourish, they were maintained. Uh, That's good. And I feel like that's all anybody can ask for this year. Yeah. <laughs> to be honest. Maintained. Yeah. Um, but mm-hmm. I will say, like, I became a better friend to my children. Like, I Aww. I became, like, they are my little friends. <laughs> if I can make this work. Aww. Do they count? Because I really hit a home run there. Yeah. <laughs> they definitely count. I was with them all the time. They weren't shipped to daycare. I was like, mm-hmm. it was me and them battling. <laughs> yep. But like, yeah. I know them now. I know them so well. That's so cute. I love that. I think that's amazing. I mean, we didn't talk about, I didn't mention familial friendships, but I also feel like our sister friendships yeah. got stronger this year too for me because we could still see each other a little bit like obviously we're still like doing everything safely and at a distance and with masks and stuff but like when it came down to it and when like an important thing would happen like my birthday or a holiday we would see each other because that's more that was more important than seeing other people thank goodness my grecian temple you guys are my pillars that help me hold up the (laughs) same i feel that (laughs) oh my god that's so cute (laughs) <laughs> i love sisters i love sisters Same. so much they're my favorite sisters are honestly guys we're so lucky we are holy shit my roommate has a brother no sisters and my old my sisters come over to watch the bachelor um the bachelorette and the last time that they came over, we were like fighting and then we stopped fighting and then we were like talking about our parents and blah, blah, blah. blah. We were talking about all this shit. And when they left, my roommate was like, wow, I wish I had sisters. And I was like, I wish you had sisters too. Damn. <laughs> so I don't know. Like sometimes I wish I had a brother because I feel like that would be a cool experience. Time. But I just, like, there's really nothing better than having sisters. I agree. You lucked out. I feel like having a brother would have been, like, interesting, I guess. But having sisters is, like, there's not, there's just nothing else like it. There's nothing like that bond. It's special. Right. Sorry to everyone who doesn't have sisters. Yeah, sorry, y'all. <laughs> Chelsea, what about... Chelsea, how are your friendships this year? Um, yeah, I... Not great... <laughs> I would say um, honestly it's crazy because I'm realizing there are people that I really like and like I feel like you know I was close-ish to that I haven't spoken to like the entire pandemic Mm -hmm. I mean I feel that or even since I had my baby I mean that kind of was a huge change too and that happened yeah 
last September. And so I guess I never kind of like got back on track maybe with some of my friends before the pandemic hit. And then... And, like, really the people that I, the friends that I've kept up with are the my mom friends who have babies, too. (laughs) So so I feel like because they're the ones that I kind of reached out for, for, you know, solidarity and advice and things like that. And, like, I relate to a lot right now. And, like, and I feel kind of bad because I do really want to keep in touch with my other friends. And I feel like I kind of left them behind. But it's tough because I've always been kind of like better with being friends with people like in proximity, like if you can see them a lot. Mm -hmm. And I'm not very good with like doing it virtually, (laughs) like Mm -hmm. texting and calling and whatever messaging. I just... I don't know. I'm just not good with that. So I feel like this has shown a deep weakness (laughs) in my... I feel like it takes extra energy. I don't know about you, but it takes takes, energy for me to do those things. And like my body recoils. (laughs) Yeah, it's tough. It is tough. And it's not that I don't love them because I love them dearly. Like... I mean, I try to kind of like, you know, like I'll go on Facebook or Instagram or whatever, and I'll still like like things or comment or whatever and be like, hey, I'm still here and paying attention to you. Like, I care about you, you know, (laughs) I'm still here. You're still here. Like, even if we haven't directly communicated. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we love social media. We sing its praises all the time because of that exact reason. Like it keeps us tethered to people who otherwise the tether would be very loose or very thin. It's an easy tether. Yeah. It's an easy tether to keep tethered. Tied? It makes me think I should Instagram more. I mean, definitely my closest friends are kind of like my family, like you guys, my sisters, and my husband, honestly, is like, I consider him like one of my best friends. You know, like we're together all the time and tell each other everything. So, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And especially now, it's like been just the, you know, us and the baby. I feel like when people have babies, you like go into your little baby cave because you have to like... <laughs> I had a baby cave. Right. Like you have to recover and also your baby has to survive. So it's like, <laughs> I'm in the cave. Yeah. All that matters in this cave is the two of us and making sure that we are surviving and thriving. And when you get ready to leave that cave, usually for a lot of women, like, especially in the U.S., it's earlier than we would like because we have to go back to work. And when maternity leave ends, you're forced out of your cave in a way, and you might not be, like, ready yet. But in your case, you went from, like, baby cave to corona cave. COVID cave. Yeah, it was all kind of sudden and jarring thinking back on it. Like, she was four months old, and I went back to work, and then, like, two months later... You went home. I had to stay home. And the world shut that was down. It. Like, Everybody was saying, oh, two weeks. You go home for two yeah. weeks, you come out, yeah, you're right. fine. Yeah. We Biggest knew nothing. Lie. Yeah, no, we were. <laughs> we were fucking oh dumb as shit, but low key still are. Low key still are. High key. Yeah. It's just so crazy to think back on because it really does feel like whiplash. Like, Everything was so normal, and then all of a sudden, nothing was ever normal again. I think it's going to be even weird, like, when things go back to normal. Like, yeah. I mean, I don't think it'll happen all of a sudden, but I think it's going to be so 
because we've kind of gotten used to it, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's been yeah. so long. I feel like I barely remember what life was like. <laughs> I'm really nervous that, like, hugs aren't going to be as much of a thing post-COVID no. because, like, I feel like every time I would see a friend, I would hug them. But now I don't. Like, I just, maybe I'll give him an elbow bump. Maybe I just don't. But I'm just, like, so nervous for things to return to normal, except hugs don't happen again. I would be very depressed. Me too. I would be fine without handshakes, though. We can, we can, those can go fuck themselves for forever. I don't want to handshake anyone anymore. (laughs) Yeah, I agree. Handshakes are gross. They're gross. I have no idea where that person's hands have been. I don't even know them. So at Rapid7 at my last company, they used to do this thing where anytime like a sales rep would close a big deal, they would ring the gong and then everybody would line up around the gong and they'd like go and high five everybody. And I'm just, uh, how gross. (laughs) You're not doing that. It's like a petri Thinking about it now, I want to puke. And like I used to be in sales support, so I rang the gong a few times with like a salesperson and I would do it and then like, you just run for hand sanitizer. Right, you just immediately <laughs> wash your hands. That shit's not going to happen Welcome anymore. Welcome to 2021. Yeah, no. Everyone's a hypochondriac now. Yeah. Dude, for real. You know it what? Really... It might be for the better. It really might be. There. There are so many TikToks that are like, put a finger down if you've ever drank a Four loco. Put a finger down if you ever vaped. Put a finger down if you've ever had jungle juice at a frat party in front of, like, out of a random jar, like, yeah. random basin of just... <laughs> jungle juice oh, and it's like if you put one or more fingers down you shouldn't worry about what's in the coronavirus vaccine yes. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> that's so accurate i swear I like, like oh that. my god what are resolutions for 2021 if you have any do you guys have any i have my word of the year yes that's right you like to do oh. your word of the year oh that's cute it is cute i like it so do you decide like every year that there's like a certain word yeah, yeah. you like give the year a word i don't know it's something that you want to do for yourself it's something oh. you or like, like to keep in mind focus, to keep in mind yeah. it's like your mantra oh. i like that i thought you meant like time does like the word of the year oh yeah mm. this year's would be like unprecedented yeah <laughs> this year's would be trash <laughs> <laughs> please <laughs> Okay, but what is your 2021 word? That's so cute. I like that. Yeah, well, I can't take credit. It was Mike's yeah. thing that he was doing. Um, for, he's, Good he's job, got, Mike. Like, a Love that. Of all his years, of course. Um, wow. And so, anyway, so but I've been doing it for the past few years, and I really enjoy it. So I think it was build when I first started mm. at Fannie Mae because I felt like I was building a foundation. And before that, I I remember it was like persist. I think it was around the same time Elizabeth Warren said something like that. Yeah. Um, and so Queen. it was like, <laughs> persist, build, but, oh, reflect. Mm. Oh. Upon oh. reflection. Oh. It, oh. it landed weird this year. Yeah. But Ooh. reflect, I will say that I achieved that. I have reflected more than I've ever reflected before. Mm-hmm. Right. More than maybe you even wanted to. <laughs> And then this year, I, like, just shared it with Mike, like, two seconds ago, and I was like, what do you think of balance? Because I feel like I've been everywhere. And he was like, I'm going to tell you what my coach told me. He said, do not seek balance in your life. 
because you will always need to prioritize things and there will always be something that needs more attention than than itself but think hmm. of yourself as always balancing huh. as like an action hmm. and it's okay for for things not to be balanced yeah. but you're balancing and i was like right. oh. <laughs> i was like interesting interesting do i want to i like that a lot <laughs> Yeah. Huh. So I balancing, like that. is that what you're going to go with? It looks like balancing because right now I feel like I was swirling in chaos. Right. And now for me, it's about like finding my center of gravity again. I really like that. I might start adopting that and, and creating a word. You should. Mike would love it if you did. I honestly might. My friends from high school and I used to do phrases um, every year, but they were phrases like, Get your shit together. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, I'm trying to think of the other ones. Like, don't be an asshole. Like, I don't know, like random dumb shit like that. But I feel like a word that actually means something is kind of beautiful. Mike made me do it a few years ago. And I think I picked patience, which is Hmm. honestly hilarious because I'm like the most. I do not have. I'm like one of the most impatient (laughs) humans. So I'm debatable if I actually achieved it. I don't know. But well, that's what I feel about New Year's resolutions is like every year I just fail. Yeah. I just don't I, do it. I feel like they're just made to be broken. I don't think New they Year's really resolutions are, yeah. are like legit, if that makes sense. See, I don't think we should have resolutions. I think we should have like aspirations mm-hmm. for oh, New Year's instead. Okay. You know? I like that. <laughs> yeah. Like, do you have any? Like hopes and dreams. Yes. Yeah. And like that way that. you can't really like fail per se but it's just something to aspire to something to inspire which is why actually i do like the word thing a lot i think that kind of is in line with that so do you know what yours is going to be i don't know i mean i'm thinking definitely something along the lines of like more hopeful you know i think we could all be more hopeful that's honestly yeah i mean i'm feeling much better about the coming year so there's yeah. it's gotta be better it's just gotta be you know? <laughs> the odds seem to be in our favor but yes what's the, the magic eight ball or something like i don't know outlook good or like oh yeah signs point outlook to unclear <laughs> try again yeah try again later <laughs> that one always pissed me off that was 2020 i was like well i'm gonna try again right now <laughs> Like, hello. Well, it's technically later, so right. there you go. It's been one millisecond. Yeah. yeah. I think that's wise, Chelsea. I think another one that's really important is not withholding joy from myself. Like, mm. just letting myself be happy in a moment if if I am. And, and also doing things that make me happy and trying to cut out the things that don't make me as happy and being okay with you know, we talked about this before, Judd, but like saying no to things. If I don't want to do something, like it's okay to say no mm-hmm. to that thing, especially if it means that I will get to do something that I do really want to do. And it's kind of similar to you too, Chelsea, like being hopeful and f- and finding something to look forward to and something that's meaningful. That's, that's what I want. I saw a TikTok last night and I... I just find myself saying I saw a TikTok so, so frequently, (laughs) but I saw a TikTok last night that was like negative emotions is the like absence of the present. So like if you think about it, sadness of like the past or like despair or like hopelessness or anger is like um, something that 
like if you're thinking about the past or the future instead of thinking about the present mm. it was very interesting I felt very attacked <laughs> I like that I actually was just listening to a podcast um, when I was driving home from the doctors and they were talking about fear and how fear is a before emotion because mm. before the thing happens is when you're afraid of it and then yeah. after it happens you're not afraid anymore so always keeping that in mind like your fear is you hypothesizing what will happen right. but you don't know until you do it but anxiety's a bitch ain't it <laughs> oh my god <laughs> i think we'll i think we'll have a good a pretty good year i don't think it'll be the best year ever but i think 2021 will have its highs i think that it will be better than 2020 i think it would be really difficult for it which to is be a worse. low bar low bar like expectations yeah. are low the bar sure. is in hell so as um, long yeah. as it's above that we're good like i'm gucci the bar yeah. is in hell that's so good <laughs> I feel like we've covered everything. Am I wrong? I think we covered it all. I think we we covered we covered it all and some. Thank you, McNutt sisters, for being here. This is so fun. I feel like this is the first time I've actually like gotten to like have a long conversation with you guys. So it was very lovely for me. Yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> and I hope you guys had fun and like weren't too scared. The, the, the fear was before. It's gone now. You oh, shit. Correct. Yes. 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 Eh, eh. Bring it in. <laughs> oh, <back>. shit. <laughs> We are joined again this episode with my sisters, Rachel and Amanda Gregorio. Welcome, guys. Hey, we're back. Thanks for being here. (laughs) So if you guys haven't listened to our Christmas episode, check it out. Rachel and Amanda helped Haley and I answer a really awesome question about politics and being a firecracker starter, whatever, uh, in the family (laughs) and sisters and all that good stuff. So check it out. Yeah. Um, But they're back with us today to talk about 2020 and hopes for 2021 and just like new year, new you. So let's get into it. Also a reminder, Rachel is my older sister. She's three years older than me. And Amanda is my little sister, four years Mm -hmm. younger than me. Recently, I'll say like, oh, I'm hanging out with my little sister and- I think in people's minds when I say little sister, people think like a child. And then I have to be like, oh, Mm. she's 23. Like she's not actually like like she's a legal drinking age. She's an adult. She has a job. (laughs) (laughs) She's an adult woman. But maybe I should start saying younger because I feel like little is the wrong word. I always make fun of Amanda because we're obviously obsessed with Hamilton. And Amanda is Peggy because Peggy's the youngest. And I'm yeah. Eliza, and Rachel is Angelica. Like, obviously, I get the uh, shit part. So yeah, every time, like not even the second act. I'm the mistress. <laughs> well, I was gonna say you get to be Mariah Reynolds, which is like arguably better. I mean, yeah, absolutely. Her song is dope. By the way, I named my car officially Eliza. Cute, love that. Listen, I'm pissed because we all got new cars this year. All three of us, we all leased new cars. Damn. And I had the idea over the summer that we should name our cars after Angelica, Eliza, and Peggy. And these bitches were like, no, we don't want to do that. 
Yeah, I'm sorry. Like That's fair. <laughs> Tell me that you. After you Jen. Yeah, I'm naming it after you. Duh. <laughs> well, that is definitely one good thing that happened to all of you guys this year. Then mm-hmm. you all got new cars. Yeah, I'll get so new cars. 2020 couldn't have been all bad, right? <laughs> 2020 wasn't all bad. It was just mostly bad. Tell me why, Jen. Tell me more. Oh, I mean, do you need me to? Uh, I can explain, like, what happened with coronavirus and, like, the global pandemic. (laughs) Well, no, I don't think we need to explain the (laughs) pandemic, but I feel like we should talk about our years, like, how we feel about it now in hindsight. So, like, for both of my sisters, 2020 was going to be, like, a big year for them. And I was just going to, like, sit back and watch it all happen. Amanda was supposed well, Amanda did graduate from Syracuse University in May, which we're very proud about. Yay! And, like, her... Graduation didn't happen. Rachel was supposed to get married in August, and that didn't happen. And I honestly, yeah. like, I, out of the three of us, am probably the most lucky because 2020 was just, like, I was just supposed to go with all of it. Like, nothing was specifically right. happening to me. <laughs> so blessed, I guess. I don't know. 2020 was a tough year because it showed all of us real type A planners that you can't make plans or if right. you do COVID's here to ruin them all. Yeah, y'all about to get booked. Yep. <laughs> yeah, and it also shows showed me at least how much like actually the relationships with the people around you are so important because for instance Syracuse when everybody first went home for the coronavirus, they said that we were coming back in 2 weeks to finish the rest of the right. semester. So I was like I don't need to say goodbye to anybody. I'm seeing everybody when I come back like I'm purposefully not saying bye to people because I'm not accepting the fact that I'm not coming back. And for me, like, I loved college so much and was so excited to have an amazing last semester and have all my sorority send-off events, my college major send-off events, my spring break in Vegas Vegas with my roommates that had to get canceled. Like, I had all these things that I was so excited about. Like, I didn't know what I was doing after college yet. Like, was I moving home? Like, was I moving to New York City? Like, what job was I going to do? All these different things that were so up in the air. And then Corona hit. And it was just, this is what it is now. And it was really, really hard for me to accept and kind of let go of college. Because I was and still am so attached to my college experience. Yeah, you had to let go so much earlier than you were supposed to. Yeah, and... We haven't had a graduation yet. They said they would reschedule it. But at this point, it's so far out. But at the same time, it would still be nice. But it's I'm not going to go to a graduation for class of 2020 and class of 2022. Like, that's theirs. It is heartbreaking. Like, I'm so sorry, Amanda. I know you are one of thousands of people who experienced this, but it sucks. I can't even imagine how I would have felt if all of that had been taken away from me. Like so much was taken away from me this year. I mean, everybody experienced the loss of something, but that in particular is such an important transition. I would argue that even if you do get to do all of those things, it's still really hard to let go of. So having them ripped away from you God, that's like a thousand times harder. Yeah, and I'm still lucky to have three-fourths of a senior year, like the class of 2021. My heart goes out to you. That is tragic, (laughs) the experience that you're having right now. I do think probably a good thing that came out of this for you, Amanda, though, was... So after Syracuse closed down, Amanda was living off campus with her roommates. And 
you guys stayed in that apartment until your lease was up. Oh, that's good. I feel like you guys, the six of you, became so close because of that because you were quarantining together. You couldn't really go anywhere. There was no, you couldn't, there was no more parties. There was no more social events. There was no more whatever. Like you guys were just living together for what, like a month and a half, two months? Yeah, like probably two and a half months and like doing class from our bedrooms and then having parties like just with each other how many tiktoks did you record in those three months (laughs) a lot (laughs) (laughs) some we would congregate in like one of our bedrooms and be like what tiktok can we make right now (laughs) not even to like be like oh like we have so many followers blah 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 just to entertain ourselves i feel like rachel and i got a tiktok from amanda like every week during that period she was like look like and subscribe like my tiktok like and comment (laughs) I was trying to get That's viral. That's so funny. It didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was it was an incubator for content creation, that's for sure, when everybody was sent home. So many things sprouted out of that, including this podcast, Legit. eventually. Legit. <laughs> but yeah, I, I think that your... I mean, I always felt like your friendship with like the six of you guys was really beautiful, but I think going through that together just is such a bonding experience that like you know was so shitty but you guys made the most of it and like now you're super close so yeah yeah it's like how we've talked about in the past with shared trauma it was a very traumatic experience shared that trauma. you guys got to experience together and it, god knows that brings people mm-hmm. together like nothing else yeah very true <laughs> that could be said about the entire pandemic because the entire world yeah. is going through it together and we all banded together to come up with a vaccine and figure out some way to combat it i think everyone was affected this year right that's one thing that we can all agree on no one was unaffected by what happened so that's a bonding experience in and of itself rachel also went through a traumatic loss in 2020 well i did have to postpone my wedding uh we decided to postpone to 2021 same weekend so fingers crossed honestly smart to push it out a year because people who push it out like six months are push it out again yeah yep yeah our friend hannah had to do that yeah she's postponed twice already and And she had to postpone to 2022 because she couldn't get a date in 2021 yeah people who are trying to get married now you're probably gonna have to wait like at least three years (laughs) yeah To get a venue. Maybe. Who knows? If I were in you sh- your shoes, I would do the exact same thing. I wouldn't have a micro wedding, like, because that's just not yeah. what you pictured or what you wanted. Amanda thought that I got married without telling her. I was shocked that she didn't. <laughs> what? Really? I what? just felt like I wanted the anticipation to be for the one celebration. Like, I'm not into having mm. multiple celebrations. Multiple. I don't already right. don't like the idea of all eyes on me for like a whole day. So let's just can't relate. One. Yeah, really? Same. <laughs> I'm like, please, everybody only pay attention to I me. Know. My God. <laughs> I've never seen Haley thrive as much as she did on her wedding day. Honestly, I haven't. Yeah, like, I'm assuming you're not somebody who would want a micro wedding. I got so fucking unbelievably lucky this yeah. year that I was able to get married and do my entire honeymoon. Yeah. Without anything getting canceled or postponed or whatever. Like, I'm one of the few 2020 brides who actually got to do it the way they wanted. That's honestly an accomplishment. I know. I know. I I still can't believe it. But Stephen was always an advocate for eloping or just doing, like, a courthouse ceremony. Like I'm shocked. (laughs) 
Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, he also hates being the center of attention, but I I have needs, okay? Yeah. Like, I need to be the center of attention, and <laughs> so I bullied him into letting me have the wedding that I always wanted. I think also another interesting thing sister-related about the three of us is that Rachel being the oldest, I would say, is the most introverted Jen being the middle is the most extroverted. And then I'm a bit of both a bit more extroverted, though. Probably like 75% extroverted, 25% introverted. Yeah, that is interesting. I think that definitely could be birth order related as well. Yeah, but that's not how it is with you and your sisters, right, Haley? No, but I feel like my sisters and I are just different. It's so strange to me. I mean, I just am (laughs) continuously baffled by the fact that you're not a middle child. Continuously. I know. Because, like, we're the same, and I'm just, I don't get it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think a big part of that is the age gap between us, because for them, they really grew up as, like, a twosome. And when I was born, obviously, they were still, like, young, and they were, you know, totally down to have another kid in the family, but I was, like, not on their level for a very long time. We were watching family movies recently, and Rachel and Jen, like put on this performance of dancing and gymnastics and obviously like I wasn't included because I was yeah a young child exactly and I like, couldn't participate because I couldn't take instruction which checks out yeah. still can't you still can't take instruction but it's okay false <laughs> just kidding damn I'm employed Good I job. think that's part of the reason why I am so extroverted though because I felt like I had to be loud mm-hmm. to be noticed and for them like that was not the case at all they had each other always no three sisters are the same it's true it's very true <laughs> one positive thing of the year and postponing the wedding was just the fact that I feel really lucky to have Jake and <laughs> oh gosh don't <laughs> don't do that no, just that I think we've become stronger than we were at the beginning of this. And just to have each other throughout the quarantine was really important. And, you know, when I think it was Jen who said, when we're married for 30 years, we're not going to be looking back saying, well, it could have been 31 years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be reminding you. I'm going year. to be reminding you too. Every year Everyone. on your anniversary. Happy Probably. one year anniversary. Could have been two. Oh my god. I agree with you, Rachel. Like, I think you guys really made the most of quarantining together, making sure that you guys, like, were comfortable doing the same things, also were on the same page for your wedding. You both wanted to have the wedding that you planned, Mm -hmm. didn't want to just get married as soon as possible. So I think that was really important for your relationship also. It kind of gave you a look into married life and having to make decisions together. Right. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to like put you on the spot, Rachel, but I am curious how your relationship with Jake has changed because of quarantine. And also, I'm curious if there's anything that you want to do differently for your wedding now that you have more time to change it or like, will the guest list change? Will any of the decisions change? Like, how have you been feeling about that? Well, Amanda and I did get a bigger Airbnb for her bachelorette party this year. So that's dope. That's a plus. (laughs) Yeah, I think so. Our relationship has changed mostly because we're just spending more time together, which is probably the same for everyone. Um, I think we are coworkers now, right? We used to both go into the office every day and now we have lunch together and we go on 
walks in the morning to go get coffee together as kind of a quasi commute. So, so cute. We're spending just way more time together and it'll be weird, honestly, when we go back to the way things were before because we used to have our own things going on. He would have basketball practice or watch a game with a friend and I would have dinner with a friend and we just had so much more separateness to our lives. So mm. it was kind of a transition to get used to spending more time together and when this is all over, I think it'll be a transition to spend less time together again and go back to being a little bit more independent. I think that's an interesting point that also it's as much as Corona has been a transition in our lives, it's going to be also a huge transition going back to normal. Although everybody's excited to go back to normal, it's going to be a lot more difficult than people are anticipating. Right. Right. It's gonna be weird. It's gonna be weird. weird. Like I exert, I exert like no energy day to day. Oh yeah. (laughs) I'm going to be exhausted. I'm going to be so exhausted. (laughs) All the time. Yeah. (laughs) Going into the office one day, coming back, I'm going to be dead. Exactly. Please, going to CVS now, sometimes I come home and I'm like, that was a lot. I'm like, that was it for the day. (laughs) I don't need to do that again for at least a month. Like, I'm good. But Rachel, back to what you were saying about you hanging out with Jake all the time. I remember one night I like texted the two of them and I was like, what are you guys doing tonight? And Rachel was like, oh, Jake and I are going to go to dinner at this place if you guys want to come. And then Amanda and I were both like, well, we don't want to, like, crash your date night. And Rachel was like, no, please come. I see him every day. Like, <laughs> yeah. But normally Rachel would be the person to be like, no, we're having date night. You can't come. Yeah. Like, before right. Corona. Like, Well, we had to right. make very concerted efforts yeah. to have yeah. time together. Especially because your love language is quality sickness. time. You need to have that right. quality time. Yeah. yeah. But because you have... And more than a limited amount it. of time. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. much quality. So much time. And I think that's also, too, helped me and Jen's relationship with Jake, too. Like, I've been spending – we've spent so much more time with Jake than I have before because I didn't live here and would only see him when I would see you. And I think me and Jake have grown much closer, and he's felt more like a brother to me. <laughs> Beautiful. Super sad. So sad. Having a brother is so weird. It's, it's cool, so though. weird. Our group chat is literally called Jen and Amanda have a brother now. Yeah. <laughs> it's weird because, like... That's cute. Whenever I've interacted with a man, it's either my father, cousins, uncles, a guy friend, yeah. or, like, a... Love interest. Yeah, a potential love interest because you grew up with sisters. Is that why we only have girlfriends? Yes, definitely. Yeah, for friends. sure. And then when mm. I do have male friends, people are like, oh, you guys are in love. <laughs> well, yeah, all of my friends are either female or gay men. Mm. And I have just like never attracted a ton of like straight guy friends ever. Yeah, I don't think I attract guy friends. We're very loud and obnoxious people. Yeah, I don't know. Some of my gay guy friends have said, like, it's it has to do with my personality. That's why I attract gay men to me. <laughs> I don't know. Nice, nice. I don't know. Um, I think that's a compliment. Sure, yeah. What do you think, Haley? I, yeah, I mean, definitely now I would say I have far more female friends than male friends. When I was in high school, I actually had a lot more guy friends, but I mean... Now, in hindsight, I do think most of them were gay, but Same. I, <laughs> at the time, I definitely did not know. I was just like, I mean, I also was like falling in love with literally everyone, even if they were gay, I probably Same. was still in love with them. So like, wow. whatever. If that ain't John. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Two of my best friends from high school, Shane and Eric. I was in love with them both. They're gay. Love to see it. <laughs> <laughs> and now I love them in a different way. Yeah. I definitely think I have more female friends than male friends, especially as an adult. And I actually think that was a big change that happened for me in college because... BU is so female mm-hmm. in general. And then on, on top of that, I did all female acapella. I'm sorry, you and, were what? Oh, <laughs> have I not mentioned before? <laughs> yeah. Um, cordially yours. You guys can't see it, My but Rachel is shaking her head at us. <laughs> she is uninterested. <laughs> uh, yeah. But yeah, I think I just always put myself in more predominantly female spaces. Rachel and Amanda, I feel like you guys have more... BC, which is where Rachel went, and Syracuse, which is where Amanda went, I think are less predominantly female. So what was your, like, guy friend situation like in college? I definitely had guy friends in college, and we would all hang out, but it was always, like, a very group type of a setting. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't think I had one guy that I would, like, text for advice on a problem. Like, that's always what I went to my girlfriends for. Right. If I needed to vent about something, it was a female Right. Yeah, I agree. It was very much a group thing. So, like, my friends were friends with this group of guys, and then I would individually, like, obviously make friendships with them. So then I would say, then text them for advice on stuff, but again, not as frequently as I do with my girlfriends. Yeah. I also just personally feel like female friendships are really important to me, and I think they're dope as hell, mm-hmm. and I just don't think any man could ever stack up. Correct. So, like, obviously my husband's my best friend, but, like, I'm cool with him being the only guy that I really confided. <laughs> That's yeah. fine with me. <laughs> no other men. We don't need any other men. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, men are trash <laughs> anyway. No offense to men. Correct. <laughs> No offense to men, but they're trash. <laughs> Fuck men. <laughs> well, I mean, now that we have like, you know, we have Jake as a brother, but we didn't, it's different because we didn't grow up with a brother. Mm-hmm. Mm. That's also why our relationship is different. And Jake doesn't have the same parents as us, right? Like, I think what bonds the three of us so much is that we have the same parents. We have the same extended family drama that we can talk about. We have... You know, all that kind of stuff. I, I've always wondered what I'd be like if I if I had grown up with a brother. Yeah, same. And unfortunately for our father, we never had a brother. But Amanda was uh, the closest he ever got. But also, you would get so offended anytime anybody said you looked like him. Yeah. Because mm. I would think that they were calling me a man. Because people Duh. would say, she's don't a man. Don't worry, Amanda. Duh. You don't look like so a man. So it's like, why do people think I'm a man? <laughs> I used to get really mad when people used to say I look like grandma. I do look like grandma. We're the same. But I would, when I was younger, people would be like, oh my God, you look just like Gloria. Yeah, yeah, because she's old. Gloria, Jima is like everything. But um, I would get so offended because I was like, she has gray hair. (laughs) So do you, Yeah, now I have gray hair. I literally dyed my hair. Joke's on you. I literally got highlights so that I don't show my gray hairs. So. That's so funny. What did you learn this year? I actually heard a good quote the other day um, that's related to that question, Haley. It was, yeah. everyone's really excited about 2021. Love that. 2021 is going to be a great year. Also, 2020 was the biggest teacher of your life. Oh, shit. I agree. I think I learned from 2020 that nobody ever stops growing and learning and that you always 
your beliefs and your ideas ideals will change throughout your lifetime. Like after you graduate college, that's not the end of it, which I truly thought it was. Like I thought <laughs> yeah. I like I thought that like after college these were gonna be my beliefs and that's how I would continue on my life. Yeah. And like yeah. life would just get in the way. Yeah, I mean I'm, yeah. I think the year that I graduated, twenty fifteen, was also a big year for me just because I graduated. So I feel like for you, Amanda and I mean, Rachel, both of you for 2020, like it was going to be a big learning year for you both. Like Amanda was becoming an adult. Rachel was becoming a married woman and also became 30. I mean, for me, 2020 was just going to be like sitting back chilling. So it was different for me than I think you guys were already going to be learning so much, especially Amanda, you did learn so much from graduating and like, and like starting work and everything. And then on top of that, you had the global pandemic. (laughs) I learned in 2020, something that I knew already, but it was just heavily reinforced was that uh, we can't control anything aside Mm -hmm. from the way that we react to things. Oh, so true. And I think this year, more than anything, just put that practice and that muscle to the test because it's not something that you always have to practice if good things are happening to you and Mm -hmm. you're finding success. You don't really need to practice dealing with adversity and bouncing back from bad things that happened to you, but bad things happened to everyone this year and yeah. plans were canceled and um, people lost loved ones or got sick. Um, you watch the news and you have to deal how you react to watching the news now. Yep. So I actually read a book that I really liked called Learned Optimism. I know you're going to make fun of me. Because oh, I <laughs> internally she is right though now, at least internally yeah. she is. but it was really a timely book to read it was all about practicing being more optimistic and the way that the book defines optimism is defining bad things that happen to you in ways that are not personal to you they're not permanent um and that way you know this whole year we can look at as nothing being our fault it's temporary and you're able to move forward with a more positive outlook. So that's kind of what I would take away from 2020. I agree. I feel like it's half the time not a personal situation, but I feel like 100% mm-hmm. of the time people assume that it is. Mm-hmm. For instance, when people want to get together during Corona times and someone doesn't feel comfortable, right. that's not a personal thing, but it f- immediately feels so personal. Yeah. So you get upset, yeah. but it's really not. Learning that for me was hard I feel like I learned so much in 2020 definitely feeling like the control thing is definitely something like being able to release control of things I think is something that I have always known like I'm a little bit of a control freak I've always known that and Rachel and Amanda also and Haley you know that but um I think we're all control freaks type A what's up (laughs) But I think being able to like let go of things that I can't control and understand that was really important for me. Um, I also learned that how important family is and like Amanda's going to be like, oh, my God, sad. Um, But like, you know, having my my little circle be my family was so great. And like just having them there for me for whatever I was going through and however sad I was and however upset I was like like Rachel and Amanda you were so crucial to me this year I felt like it for a while I was having friendship problems and like you guys were there for me to just like we were your friends yeah yeah and I mean you always have been but 
but not being able to see friends made it easier for us to hang out because Mm -hmm. we didn't have other things going on really it was like what are you doing tonight nothing let's hang out and I think just really focusing on those one-on-one relationships with people in general is really important to me because I feel like I was very like group mentality focused for a while and you know 2020 you couldn't really have big groups and so really focusing on individual friendships has been really important to me this year so that's what I learned agreed with the group mentality being able to kind of separate that and focus on your relationships individually I think is really important and I think that's also important just for adult friendships yeah I agree how have your friendships changed this year Amanda and Rachel yeah so my roommates and my friends from college mostly don't live around here so I really do have to be present on social media um, and be there to also answer my texts and stuff like that and also reaching out to them but also trying to even kind of plan things to see one another is so hard and that's the thing that's very hard about it because it should be easy because mm-hmm. when things go back to normal knock on wood they will be easy but right now they're they're gonna be hard after everything's back to yeah. normal to be honest they're Sorry. never going to be as easy as they were <laughs> unfortunately yeah yeah so it's, yeah. it's extra yeah. hard but i think honestly that's it's a good thing because it is so hard right now so when it does go back to normal and i start seeing people um as a in our adult friendship ways, it will feel easy. Yes. How have you been keeping in touch with them now? Have you been doing like Zoom hangouts or like Netflix parties or anything like that? Kind of my mentality is, is when anything comes that I see something or want to talk to you about them, I'll just text them about it. Yeah, that's good. Or if I think about them, hi, how are you? Miss you. I call We'll call people, too, if I can. FaceTime them if I can. Not as much group Zooms as before, just because I feel like they're (laughs) awkward. They're hard. (laughs) Yeah. What about you, Rachel? Yeah, it's been a tough year um, to keep in touch with people. um, Not able to see them in person as much, but at the same time, it's also kind of leveled the playing field in terms of location. So I have talked to people who live farther away probably more or you know definitely at the beginning everyone was doing the zoom thing and jumping on calls to catch up i think after a while there was that fatigue that we went through in the summer and we're like let's just get outside and see each other at a distance outside so did a little bit of that um now i think we're kind of moving back so i did a group facetime yesterday to see some of my close friends and that was really nice uh it's just kind of weird because you don't have as much to update on as you used to, there's not like big changes and we end up talking about the news and that can be kind of sad. So like doing book clubs or talking about like what we're watching mm. has been a helpful way to keep in touch with people and be able to talk about something other than yeah. the pandemic. Mm. That's so true. I feel like the, the conversation always ends up going to like even this podcast, yes, right? we end up talking about the pandemic every episode. I feel like just a little bit. It's hard yeah, not yeah. to. Do you guys have any New Year's resolutions for 2021? Honestly, no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really love New Year's resolutions. I just try to and 
I don't know, do better. And for me, for this year, at least just kind of move on. And yeah, I guess staying present is a resolution because it's so hard to be present right now. I feel like my New Year's resolution for the past, I don't even know how many years, has been to be on more on time. And it's just never, it never pans out. <laughs> mm-hmm. It never pans out. <laughs> but I try. You can't change who you are, Jen. I'm trying so hard. Maybe 2021 will be my year. Maybe. I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? Pre-pandemic, my goal was like, say no to more things and spend more time with myself and spend more time. One night a week, I should stay home and do nothing. And then 2020 happened and- God served you on a silver platter. Whenever you say yes to something, though, I- like to think of it this way is you're also saying no to mm-hmm. something else mm. whether that be yeah. sleeping in a little doing a workout yeah. maybe doing a face mask yeah. organize your closet yeah, that's so true catching up with a friend like what is that other thing that you're saying no to by saying yes because i think sometimes we're like oh well it's we're saying yes i can fit it in i can do it are you saying no to are you going to be exhausted the next right. day are you going to be stressed out because you're late because you're trying to get from one place to mm-hmm. another like sometimes just saying maybe saying no would be your key to be probably would be actually when i do say yes to things consciously i'm like yes i want to do this thing but subconsciously i'm doing mm-hmm. it because of some like because i feel like i should do it or because i'm mm-hmm. gonna i'm gonna have fomo right, or whatever and so i need to really think about whether or not I want to do it and why I want to do something so that I can then say, you know what? I don't really want to do this. I feel obligated to go to this or I feel like I'm going to miss something if I don't go. So I just, I will say no. That's, I think, something that I need to do too. But also saying yes to things that you wouldn't normally say yes to gives you experiences that you wouldn't Mm -hmm. particularly have if somebody didn't ask you to do that thing. Like. Yeah, it, I think it's important to remember, yeah, to still do things, to still branch out, not to become too much of a homebody, but also mm-hmm, mm-hmm. making sure that you're taking time for know yeah your for yourself. Exactly. Know your limits. Well, thank you so much. Yes. Everybody for listening and thank you, Amanda and Rachel, for being on. Hell it was yeah. wonderful having you two. Our listeners, thank you for listening. Mm-hmm. We are gonna stop talking soon. Um, come back next week to hear us talk again. And if you guys have friends friends, oh my god, why can't I say friendship? The, if you guys have friendship questions. Send us an email at nofilterfriendship at gmail.com. If you have questions, if you have thoughts on yeah. uh, things, our, my Comments, love language, as I've concerns. said before, my love language is words of affirmation. So affirm me. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're also on social media. Mm-hmm. Yes, come mm-hmm. find us on Twitter and Instagram. We are at No Filter Friends with a Z at the end. And we post a lot of fun stuff on our socials. We post sneak peek videos. So if you want a little sneak peek, a little snickety snack to get you through the week while you're waiting for your NFF Friday episode. I'm to obsessed rock. with the term snickety snack. I mean, obsessed snickety snack is everything. Yes. So good. I don't want to say anything else besides snickety snack. I don't think anything else I would else like to just say that point. on repeat. Yeah, correct. Snickety snack only. Correct. 
So if you want to get in on that, if you want to be on our level and constantly get updates, go follow us and share us with your friends. You can share. Tag a bitch. Yep. You can share on Instagram. You can tag us, post a pic, post a screenshot of what you're listening to, share from your Spotify account. And also don't forget to rate review and subscribe if you like us at all at all if you give one fuck half a fuck just half half of one you will rate review and subscribe okay yeah do us a solid one thing we said was funny today just hit that button you know just hit it even if you just like chuckled a little bit like that counts even if even if you do that thing where you just breathe like a little bit harder yes yes (laughs) if you just exhaled aggressively that fucking counts hit subscribe right now and also tell all your friends (laughs) yes thank you thank you so much okay um well thanks for listening yeah bye friends you guys are pros that was beautiful no no